Good morning, 98.5 The Bull. Walker Hayes, 607, we'll call it. Good morning, guys. Tyg and Daniel. And uh, Hudal is here from uh, next door. Good morning. Uh, we work at a, a, a radio conglomerate. And next door, <laughs> in the same building, is uh, Big Country. And Hudal, yeah. who is a, a legend in this market. And in my own mind. Hey, I must be the smartest guy in the world. Because remember about a month ago, I get on here and I said, listen, man, I go to this Dollar Tree. You know, the one where everything's a dollar. Not Dollar General. Dollar Tree, where everything is one dollar, period. Yeah. I went in there to get some steaks. Steaks? Cause, yeah, because they sell steak. That's how much he loves his family, Hudal. He goes to Dollar Tree for steaks. Yeah. They, the, now, come on. They sell steaks? Though? They sell one dollar steak. Okay. Now, it's so popular, they were out, so I, I had to settle on the one dollar pork chops. And that's a true story. I swear that happened. Uh, and I go in the store, and I'm looking around, and, you know, they've got, like, my son's birthday was coming out, Hoot. And, you know, I needed a bag for his birthday. The bag is a dollar. Everything's a dollar. And I was blown away. And I said, there's no way they can sustain this. Because with inflation and stuff, I mean, a dollar was cute 20 years ago, and they probably made money. But I'm like, how do they sustain one dollar at the Dollar Tree as prices rise and COVID and shipping costs? Yeah. I must be a genius. Because now, Dollar Tree, things are more than a dollar. Oh, I've never they, seen that. What are you talking they about? They finally have gotten into it, Daniel. It's official. The stock soared 13% yesterday because they announced they're going to start raising the prices at Dollar Tree. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. Huh. Yeah. Well, how much are they going to raise prices? A dollar twenty-five. So it's dollar twenty-five tree. <laughs> yeah, it uh, good for them. I ain't going back in there. Well, yeah. called, it's called Dollar Tree. I, I get it, and you I know s- it's the dollar twenty-five twenty-five tree mm-hmm. now. Yeah, right. No way. It's been they around since nineteen eighty-six. They kind of box them. So in nineteen eighty-six, a dollar, you know, still a good deal, but they could make money on a dollar in nineteen eighty-six. Yeah. Now it's twenty twenty-one. How do you get away with selling stuff for a dollar? Oh, I know you can't. Not my concern. You maybe can't call yourself Dollar Tree and then go up to Dollar Twenty Five. Maybe they'll change their name to Two Dollar Tree. Yeah. Will you go hold Daniel's hand? Because what I'm about yeah, to tell no. him is really going to shock him. Uh-oh. What now? He's going to fall out. There will be items as high as five dollars. Not going. <laughs> oh my God. So yeah. Wow. They really box themselves in. Supersonic. They should have called it around a dollar. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. You know, so that they could fluctuate, like change the price up here and there. Yeah. It's fun to go there, though. I mean, it I, is a great, I, you I find some it. great deals. I, I still can't. Well, so the dollar steak would probably be what now? A dollar 25, I guess. Yeah. I am not paying a dollar 25 for diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> one dollar, I could accept it. He stop, likes to eating, stop eating the steaks from in there, number oh one. My he gosh. likes to stretch his uh, diarrhea dollar. I, uh, I should get on Facebook and see what people are commenting on the Dollar Tree Facebook yeah, page. Yeah, that might people, be a good This one. is not going to be good for those employees. Now, will the employees also get a raise if, if everything's going to go up? Well, I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on. You know you how executives work. Right? I'm, I'm sure there's dying to play, pay the people. Um yeah, so, like, I went in the store, and I'm like, how is everything a dollar? It must be off-brand. No, I go in there, there's Lunchables, there's Oreos that are $1. And so I go, well, they must be close to expiration. Yeah. They're trying to, you know, offload them. Right. Get them sold quickly. Not the case. Like, the Oreos were good for another year or something. Not no. like a full package of Oreos, because my mom used to go in there. I would ask for Oreos, and mm-hmm. she'd go in there and come back with some Spanish off-brand. I'm like, Mom, can I get Oreos? And she brings back Negros de Cream. <laughs> like, that's not <laughs> that's not Oreos, Mom. But this one had actual Oreos, because I, I was so curious. It's like, how do they do this? And it turns out they can't. So anyway, Hoot, I'm sorry to ruin your day, and Daniel especially. Yeah, certainly I ruined mine. Uh, I was Tree's looking now. forward to the weekend. Now I'm just, just crushed. Up to $5 Tree Yeah, is... 
the new thing. What are you going to do when you keep bringing home these Dollar Tree pork chops and steaks for your wife? And mm-hmm. she's going to one day divorce you, and that is going to be the main thing in the divorce. And when she takes all my money, I will <laughs> be able to shop at the Dollar Tree. 25 Tree, yeah. Everything. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Good morning, guys. Tig and Daniel. Time for Dude to See. We're going to take a look at what the heck's going on out there. Brought to you by Daniel's dentist, Dr. Hugh McDougal, over at Hugh McDougal Dentistry. You know, the fair's in town. They expect a million people for it. And I don't live that far away from the fairgrounds. And I even talked to my boss. I see, I should do that thing where I uh, go out and set up a lawn chair in my yard and flag people in the direction of my yard so I could, you know, charge 10 bucks for you to park in my grass and stuff. However, that is, uh, that's outlawed. Is that illegal? Not supposed to do that. Uh Uh-oh. And uh, Tulsa police are warning people. They said, look, man, uh, if you park on the street and there is a sign that says you cannot park there, we are going to tell you. Like, they're serious about it this year because of the uh, influx of people and a million people you cannot have. And plus the residents, I mean, it's a little uh, menacing for them to have a bunch of cars. So they're just saying, be alert to that, man. Like, park in the legit spots or uh, you're going to have a problem this year. They're not messing around. Other thing, this is a nightmare. Uh, Daniel, didn't you go in the tunnels under Tulsa? Like, didn't you climb, figure out how to get underground? I don't know if that's legal or not, so yeah. I don't answer questions. Okay. But yes, I did. Uh, allegedly, I, I he did. I found one, yeah. Listen, this guy in Arizona, this is unbelievable. He, uh, for whatever reason, uh, climbs into a storm drain, okay? And it could have just been curiosity of the mind, you know, whoa, what's down there? I think I'll, and he couldn't get out. So he gets into this, uh, like, underground I don't know, like system or whatever, pipes. And uh, then he goes, oh, I'd like to get out of here. And he can't figure out how to get out. So what he does is he sticks his arm up, you know, for three days. Three days it took? Three days. And it's like the storm drains. It's not like a manhole. It's the little drains you see on, like, kind of under the sidewalks. You right, know, it's, yeah. it's why It's like the horror clown thing with Stephen King. Yeah, the movie what? It, yeah, where Pennywise, yeah. yeah. So he's down there. Waving his arm three days until they found him. What a sad life if three days nobody, like, determines that you're missing. Like, yeah. you go missing for three days, nobody notices. And you're waving at people and nobody notices that either. And so the uh, in Arizona, the Glendale Fire Department finally got him out of there. Jeez, man. After three days. Yeah, I found this place uh, under Tulsa and... I, I was I walked under there and I walked under there it must have been two three hundred yards allegedly allegedly, and I was like you know what happens if this flashlight that I have what if it dies mm-hmm. I'm just gonna be in complete darkness like uh or if I have my phone out and I drop it and it you know breaks, breaks. or whatever in the water so there's no natural light at some you point. can't see your hand in front of your face oh my god it is so scary and then like a storm like yesterday. If that thing, if that would have happened while I was under there, it would have flooded that thing. Right. So. Don't go underground anymore, man. I don't think I will. Unless you go, <laughs> unless you go with me, then we'll you go. You got it out of your system. Good. Yeah. Did you see, uh, did you have anything else? Was that it? No, you're good. Did you see that uh, they have announced the Super Bowl lineup for this year, the performers at the Super Bowl, which I'm kind of excited this year, and I think everybody in our age range is, Tig. It's going to be Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Lamar. We'll all be performing at the 2022 Pepsi Super Bowl halftime show. Like Dr. Dre and Eminem. Like I, I heard this this morning on the radio coming in, and I go, "That's a that's a heck of a lineup," you know. And, and Snoop Dogg and all those guys. And then I started thinking, you know, I'm 40, so I'm excited. The 18 year olds that hear that, it's like saying uh, Milton Berle is performing at the halftime show. I so think they, I think young people still do like, they care about Eminem. I think so. Yeah. Really. 
I just don't know if he's that hot of a star anymore. Like he was big time when we were in college and all that. But um, do you like it better when there's a bunch of performers, or like last year when it's just the weekend? No, I like I like a little variety variety in my halftime shows. Have you ever do yourself a favor and one day look up the list of everybody that's performed at halftime? Like back in the di- back in the day, it was just like some marching band with a tribute to Broadway. <laughs> And and just in the last 20, 30 years, they've kind of caught on. Like, like, maybe we need a little something better. Maybe get into the pop culture thing here. You know, and, you know, the NFL had a hard time there for a while, you know, with ratings and stuff. But I was looking at the ratings the other, this is what I do at home. I'm such a dork. I look up television ratings. They're like back on fire, this NFL. And so now that uh, more people are watching the NFL again, and now you got these, you can kind of tell. Here's what I'll say about like watching television or even radio. You can tell who the audience is supposed to be based on the commercials. Oh, yeah. So if you're watching television and it's Colonial Pen Insurance, and I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm not that old, but it's like, you know, you could get a funeral paid for. And, you know, they're expecting 80-year-olds to be watching this. So the Super Bowl, they're trying to attract an audience, I guess, that's, I don't know, between 35 and 45 or something there, I guess. I guess they hit With it right in the wheelhouse then. Cause yeah. Everybody we'll outraged. Like, yeah, I just looked up here are the, um, the the people that performed starting, you know, back in the, like, 60s and 70s. It used to be people like, just tribute to Mardi Gras. <laughs> Listen, Doc Severinsen. Remember Doc him? From, from Johnny Carson? Yeah. yeah. And the Southern University Marching Band. Yeah, they've, they've stepped up their game, I guess. Oh, one year, the University of Michigan Marching Band performed. Did they? Yeah. I said I wasn't allowed to see that. Up with people, whatever that is, they um, performed a bunch of times. Well, What's the it. first Super Bowl show you remember, or halftime show, that the, you the really biggest, stands out in your mind? The one is the Janet Jackson thing, where mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake, and uh, somehow, you know, she was nude or something, right? And then... This is where, if you don't, if you remember this or not, this is where the term wardrobe malfunction right. w- emerged. I watched that Super Bowl halftime performance. You can go and Google it. She was wearing something that kind of like a pasty or whatever that covered up her nipple, I guess you can say. Mm-hmm. And clearly, at the end of it, he's, and he goes, I'm going to have you naked by the end of this song. And, and he Timberlake. reaches over and rips it off. And they're trying to say, no, no, that was an accident. Yeah. Context clues tell you that I'm going to have you naked by the end of this song. Then he reaches over, yanks it off. That's not a wardrobe malfunction. Of course, they got in some big trouble. Yeah, they didn't like it. I'm surprised Justin Timberlake survived that. It was all in the news. It was, like, unheard of. That's right. And so broadcasters, all we all got scared, and we're like, oh, you know, what can we talk about on the radio, and what can yeah. we do on television? Everybody was like, how dare they ruin the majesty of the Super Bowl? Now let's go back to those eight drunk guys with their shirts off and paint all over them. <laughs> That's all right. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Uh, Daniel, look at it. Yeah, I know you get mad when I say what day of the week it is. It's Friday. Uh, and also, today is uh, October 1. How about that? That's good. <laughs> you like it when I recite the calendar? Don't you feel like that it's a crutch that all radio people use, though, where they go, oh, happy Friday, welcome to Friday? No, I think that uh, people like to hear that it's Friday because it puts them in a good you mood. You simply tie don't know else to say in its That's place. That's bull crap. Dude, I just said it was October 1st as well. When you, uh, like, say I picked you up for work, right? Mm-hmm. When I open the door, is the first thing I'm going to say to you is, it's Friday. Happy Friday. You'd think I was an insane person, right? <laughs> so act as though okay. on the air, 
We're just getting in the car with somebody. Okay. All right, so I'll start this over. Okay. Good morning. How are you? Act like you just picked me up. Okay, you're in the car. Act like you do when you walk in the door every day. Okay. Hey, now. Yeah, you walk in. Hey, hey, now. It ain't, it's not like, oh, ah, not a bunch of screaming. So, hey, now, how's it going? All right. Uh, yeah, you're, like, not giving me lessons on broadcasting, are you? Mm-hmm. I have to. Oh, it's Friday. Bah! Oh, it's <laughs> National Candy Day. <laughs> like, nobody talks like that in real life. Why do we, when we get on the air, we go nuts with it? I don't. I was just saying, like, I think uh, in the car, I would also be like, cool, man, the weekend's here. So anytime somebody hops in the car with you on your way to work, they tell you what day it is. If it's raining, they'll tell you that it's raining. All right. Oh, I'll... hey, it's raining. It's Friday. Turn on those windshield wipers. Ah! <laughs> it's like, come on, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, now I'm scared to say anything. <laughs> yeah, you just mute. Like, just act like you don't care. What do you got coming up? You Everybody's talking about this thing. This show, um, Love on the Spectrum, I saw people posting about it on Facebook. I watched a little bit of it um, yesterday afternoon because it was raining. And I got to tell you, I fell in love with the show. Did you say it was raining? It was raining yesterday. Okay. So it's a show... About somebody who's autistic that's looking for It's love on the spectrum. It's many different, uh, I guess, people that are, you know. Dating is already hard. Mm -hmm. So you can imagine if you had another, like, obstacle in your way. And everybody loves this guy, Michael. And I've got a clip of him, his dating requirements. I see. All right. So. And I think he's on to something. That's next on 98.5 The Bull. It's Friday, October 1st. It's National Candy Day. A little foggy, though. Don't hit the children. It's the bull. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tag and Daniel. The big problem these days, Tag, with there's just at this point too much to watch. Too much to watch on television. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't we spend more time looking for something than actually watching stuff now? Yes. And how many times have we sent that text, hey, I need a new show? Yes. I saw that on Facebook. Somebody asking for that. Uh, have you started watching Squid Game yet, which is what everybody's talking about on I have Netflix. not, man. I still got Yellowstone to get to. I got all this stuff on my uh, my list to do that I haven't, like, haven't gotten around to yet. Yeah. Well, all the, those shows are an hour long. Uh, I found one that's 30 minutes long. It's on Netflix. I started watching. It was raining yesterday, so I watched a couple episodes of it. I'm in love with this show. It's called Love on the Spectrum, and it's about people with different challenges uh, trying to date. Dating's already difficult as it is, right? So That's what I hear. You're one a single more obstacle. guy. Yeah. There's a guy on there named Michael, and I love the cadence of his voice. Uh, I love the sound of his voice. When you say love on the spectrum, mm-hmm. you mean the autism spectrum? That is correct, yes. Okay. And here is Michael. He's 25 years old. He is describing to his mom what he wants in his dating requirements. And I think the guy's got it kind of figured out. He's got the whole plan. He just needs the right person to come along. Listen to him here. I don't think he wants anybody loud. Or gothic. Mm-hmm. Or tomboyish. Mm-hmm. Or practically any girl that acts like, like she's still in high school. Yeah. Sounds right. If she's the right <laughs> person for me, then always I'll consider proposing to her. Okay. By coincidence, I've already decided on the perfect wedding ring for my partner. The form of a crown. To signify that she'll be my queen, per se. But I'm not really too keen on kids at the moment because 
I have a feeling that having children will ruin my chances of becoming wealthy. They kind of do. <laughs> but what if you meet a girl that wants to have children and you're like, oh, but that's going to take away from my bank account. What are I'll you going to do? Simply tell her, okay, I'll allow it. But on one condition, I get a vasectomy after the second child. Okay. I've been single for 25 years. I'm not too willing to be single for another 25. What if you are? Mum, I still refuse to take that for an answer. But it's not an answer. I'm just saying it's a hypothetical what if. Not what if, it will. Okay. That's it. Not what if, it will. It will. Okay. It will. <laughs> I don't think so he this guy's, uh, he's got, a f got the whole plan and everything laid out. you got to watch this show, Tiger. You'll love it. And so, what do they do on the show? Do they they do they put them together with people that the producers found and make them go on dates, or how does it I, work? I think I watched the first two, three episodes yesterday evening, and mm -hmm. from what I can gather, I think there's two or three seasons now. But what I can gather is they have like a, an expert will come in and kind of help them, coach them through dating, and to help them pick up the signs of if the the the, per the person on their date with if they're enjoying the conversation and things like that and mm -hmm. you got to see some of these dates man they're well they're actually less awkward than any other dates in some cases <laughs> yeah dates are tough sometimes yeah but this guy don't you love the cadence of his voice and everything the way he speaks yeah i like you know people on the spectrum they're they're highly intelligent a lot of times right yeah just in different ways you can, you can tell he's like smart and got it going on and he's got this plan and uh are there different seasons to this, or is this just the first one? I think there's a total of uh, it's either two or three, and there's many different uh, people on there that, that go out on the dates and stuff like that. You just got to watch it. Yeah, so um, you're on the first season, and mm -hmm. we can watch this on Netflix? It's on Netflix, yeah. And it's called? Love on the Spectrum. Love on the Spectrum. And well, I, now i got to add another one to my list that I'll never get to seeing. Do you ever, and I do this all the time, I, I flip around on Netflix, and I, I try to find something to take a nap to. Does that make sense to you? Like, I don't want to watch it, but I like to fall asleep to it. Right. That makes sense. You, you don't do that ever? I don't, but uh, I, I get where you're coming from. Some I know people like little people. background That's noise. right. Yeah. I don't want to put something on that I'm going to get interested in because one night I was trying to fall asleep and I said, I'll put something on maybe that will be a little bit boring. So I put on the pilot episode to Highway to Heaven with Michael Landon. <laughs> Are you like 90? Yeah, you'd think. I put that on. I'm like, I'll just, you know, fall asleep to this in the background. Michael Landon, nothing better than that guy. I start, well, actually, I get hooked in. I get sucked in. I do, too. Like, and, Hold on. An hour goes by. Yeah. It ends. It says, to be continued. It was a two-hour-long season oh, premiere. No. And then I had, I'm up two gotcha. hours watching Michael Landon, Highway to Heaven, where he was uh, at a nursing home, and the Lord told him to gamble money on a racetrack to save the nursing home. Then he's got this decision. Like, then hey, you, know, then you have to fo follow up and see what... Yeah, I gotta know what, you know, what the Lord <laughs> couldn't be wrong, so I don't even know why I was hooked. This this show called The First 48, that's kind of mine. But it's a terrible show to fall asleep to because they hook you so good on it, you know. Uh, and they got this guy with this voice, and he's like, in Tulsa. So you like to drift off to sleep to uh, terrible murders. Yeah, because I think, uh, you know, I'll just fall asleep. But they do these cliffhanger things before the commercials, and it's like, and they show a clip of, like, their mom now being interrogated. So you're like, well, I got to see the mom now, you know? It's Maybe, terrible. Is that the one where they do, like, a... Yes. Yeah. In Tulsa, 
Gerald Green was gunned down senselessly. Then his mom gets in. It's just, they're so good at keeping you hooked. We're not like, we need to get better at keeping people hooked on our show. <laughs> well, we need that. Coming up at 740. In Tulsa, Chris Jansen will be at the fair. Yeah. And you could win tickets. 740 this morning on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. 98.5 The Bull with Dan and Shay. 6.52 with Tig and Daniel. The fair is in town, man. Already started up. They expect a million people at the fair. And I got this email from our boss yesterday, Daniel. And he said, listen, I've got each of you four tickets to the fair. Nice. And, you know, I've only got my little son and my wife, so that's three. And I go, oh, good. But then I um, invited one of his buddies and his family to go to the fair. And I said, I, I think I can get some tickets for us. And I immediately just said uh, to myself, I will just steal Daniel's tickets, your four-pack. I've already gotten my tickets, pal. Huh? I've already gotten them. But you're single. Okay. So go to the fair. To, you, I just need three more tickets. And okay. And then I can get that other family in. I got a promo code for you. Okay. Go to TulsaStateFair.com. Uh-huh. Up at the top there, you'll see the thing that says buy tickets. Okay. You click that. Yeah. And the promo code is your credit card number. <laughs> My point is, you're a single guy, no girlfriend. You've got four tickets, and you're going to use one. Give me the three so I can get all the people I need to get into the ferry. Tag, maybe Big Dan wants to go four times. <laughs> You're going to go by yourself to the fair four straight times? I never know. <laughs> That's sad. You know, just give me those tickets. Because I'm, I, I like, honestly, as I was thinking about how could I get this other family into the fair? Because my son and this other little boy, they're buds, and I want to get them all in. And so now the parents need to get there, too. And I thought, well, Daniel's not going to use because he just sits around with his dog. Mm-hmm. You can't bring your dog to the fair. And uh, You're such a terrible friend. Did you ever think maybe I'll invite Daniel along with you and the other family? No, you know, just, I'll just take his tickets and leave him in the gutter. Well, you can come if you want, but you got to give now, me three tickets. You think I'm coming now? Not a chance in hell. <laughs> You're invited. I just need those three other tickets. Though. Okay. Go to the website. Let me tell you again. TulsaStateFair.com. Get the, all the tickets you want. You're more than allowed to buy as many as you'd like. I don't get it because you're not going to use. How do you know what I'm going to do? Do you hang out with ladies? I don't answer questions. Have you? Are you going to take somebody on a date to the fair? I don't answer questions. I just said I might want to go four times alone. You're taking a lady. Why are you? Why are you not able to? buy the tickets why do you think that because you work in radio that you shouldn't have to buy things i don't think anything i just know there's free tickets so why anybody with a brain would go i'd rather do it for did you get your fair your fair share of free tickets well not for everybody your fair share of free tickets well i got the four that is your fair share (laughs) yeah if you want to take other people get on the website okay and what's that promo code again your credit card number I can't believe you wouldn't invite me. You just want my tickets. Yeah, I just want the tickets, you, you know. Do you really want to go hang out with me and another family that you don't, you know? I mean, if you could stay home, I'll just hang out with all the families. <laughs> okay. I got to tell you, though, I get scared on those rides. No joke. I get real scared. So there you go. You're not going to go to the fair four times. I'll go look at the rides. What are those swings that go around? That are on the chains? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't I like thought that? I could handle that. Mm-hmm. I get up there, and I'm like, I'm... The most religious dude in the world. You're, you're a man's man. That, hey, good, those, those swings start going around, and I, I'm like, oh, Father, who art in heaven? Like, I get I get real scared. I have to say the Lord's Prayer. Hey, it's Tig and Daniel. Who's this? 
What do you say, Daniel? This is Ronnie from Owasso, Oklahoma. What's up, buddy? What, what are you up to today? Oh, nothing fixing to start work. I was just listening to y'all. You tell old uh, Tig that, you know, he don't have to be so, you know, pretentious about his He's real. He is, he is pretentious. <laughs> like, why would you not, not want to invite your number one buddy from the radio? Look at him. I'm sick of him, but I love him. But, you know, we spend enough time <laughs> together. But the thing is, uh, what yeah. was your name again? Ronnie. It's Ronnie, Ronnie. from Owasso. Well, you know, he stole $100 from me, and I think that at least he could do is give me some free fare tickets. I agree. He should buy you double the amount of them. you got to collect interest, right? Yeah, well, That's right? Look, Ronnie, you can't be on both of our sides now. <laughs> now he's on my I side. I thought Ronnie was my friend, and now he's now trying to. <laughs> Ronnie's like, I like Dana. Wait, well, now I like Tyke. I, I appreciate it, yeah. I like y'all's banter, and I listen to you every morning. Where are you? Uh, where he are you? Likes, he likes our what? Banter. Ty, banter. Oh. Ty can't hear anything. I can't hear anything. Sorry. Um, where are you <laughs> headed to work to today, Ronnie? I'm working out here in Broken Arrow. But what do you We're do? I'm doing a big old senior. I'm an electrician. Uh, my dad's an electrician. That's right. Really? That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Not for me. I get yeah. shocked too often. <laughs> it can yeah. be a shocking experience, that's can, for sure. Can I ask a question? Because I asked uh, Daniel's dad, Houston, because we're, we're pretty tight, too. And I said, how many times in a year do you get shocked, you know, as an electrician? <laughs> how many? He, he told me an answer. I wonder what your answer is. Well, this year I've probably been shocked uh, maybe four or five times. Not too bad, though. That's you about know, where your dad people. is. Like, it happens several <laughs> times a year. <laughs> you just expect to get shocked. <laughs> As an electrician. I, my dad uh, used to, he'd take me to work with him. I remember being about 9, 10, 11 years old, something like that. And he took me to this factory once and had to do some big uh, factory work. There's something called a bust joist. Am, am I saying that right? Uh, a bust joist. I don't know. Yeah, See, a bust bar. Whatever it is, yeah. yeah. probably bust bar. And we get on this lift and uh, have to go way up to the ceiling, and we have to try to plug something into it. Anyway, they didn't want to shut down the factory, so we'd have to do this while it's live or the electricity is still going through it, whatever the term is. And I look over there. My dad's white as a sheet. (laughs) He's scared (laughs) because he almost touched something wrong and almost blew the thing up. And I asked him years later, I was like, hey, man, if you knew we were going up there to do something super dangerous, don't you have your young son, like, stay down on the ground? He had me right up there with him. (laughs) It blew his hands off. Well, you know what they say, that's what personal protective equipment is for. Oh, he was wearing that. <laughs> Guess who wasn't? Me. <laughs> of course not. This guy's dressed He's like Darth Vader up there. Air. He's got these big gloves on. He's got all this stuff on. It's just me wearing my, like, Kangos or whatever it is. Right. Uh, do, you have, do you take your kids to work with you? Oh, no. <laughs> no way, Jose. That's oh, too yeah. dangerous. It, he loves his children. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, times have changed a little bit, you know? You know, uh, Daniel, when I first met him, he doesn't call his dad dad. He calls him by his first name, Houston. And I said, what? What is up with that? And it was because his dad took him to work so often. You didn't feel comfortable yeah. being like, hey, daddy, I need a, a wrench. Yeah. You had to call him by his first well, name. Well, yeah, I couldn't go like yeah. to the other employees and be like, hey, my daddy wants you to do this. <laughs> That's right. right. Oh, good. Well, yeah. Ronnie, well, be careful out there. Don't get electrocuted. I shall, and y'all keep a good banner. I appreciate All it. All right, thanks, All right, Bye-bye. All right. It's 98.5 thanks, The Bull. Man. Today's Hot Country with Tiger Daniel. 740, Chris Jansen, VIP at the fair. And uh, if you play your cards right, Daniel might give you some of his extras. That's got me thinking, man. Like, I wonder if there are other things out there that parents used to take their kids to do or let them do that, that, that could have got them killed. And Ronnie's like, no way. I would never take my kid to my dangerous job. And then my, my dad is... Uh, got you up there in the lift with him. Yeah. And he's, you know, sweating <laughs> bullets. Yes. I don't know.
you never remember anything that growing up your parents would let you do? Looking back on it now, you're like, what were they thinking? Well, I used to go buy cigarettes for my mom. I still remember exactly what she smoked. I'd walk in there, she'd give away from the car, and they'd give me cigarettes. It was a weird time. Now, well, let's take some calls on that. If there's something that your parents used to let you do and you're like, what, what, what in the world were they thinking back then? Give us a call. We want to hear these stories. Uh, 918-879-9898. It's almost like parents love their kids more. <laughs> these days? I'm sure they loved us back then. I guess. But I remember that uh, they would just say, don't be home until 5 o'clock. Get, yeah, and, get and they had no idea where we were. And, you know, then that 5 o'clock came, we'd have to be home. But in the meantime, they didn't know what was going on. And what uh, person close to our age doesn't remember making a little bed or mattress thing up there in the back windshield of the car? That little platform where all the dead bugs were. I used to get up there and, like, take a little nap. <laughs> Not restrained at all. No seatbelt. Yeah, right. No nothing. 918-879-9898. What's that thing your parents used to let you do, and now you're like, what were they thinking? 918-879-9898. 98.5, the bull. It's uh, 710, yo. Daniel. I was thinking about things that our parents used to do back in the day, and, and I was just like, what were they thinking? Mm-hmm. You say your mom used to send you to buy cigarettes. My dad used to take me to do dangerous electrical work at a factory. You know what I kind of miss, though, is being thrown in the back of a pickup. Like, that was a fun time. That but was the, you, yeah, you that can't was the do high that point anymore. in my can, life, too. Can you do that anymore? My dad, uh, he used to put all the trash cans on the back of a truck, and we would uh, get in the back of the truck, and we'd go illegally dump that garbage in some yeah. pit. I and was, I enjoyed riding in the back of the truck. I used to be the, the tie-down. Or whatever was in the back of the truck. Instead of them tying it down, they had me just lay on the mattress. You know, that kind of thing. I don't think you see that kind of thing in Tulsa, but I bet if we were to get out of town a little bit, I bet you still see some kids riding around in the back of trucks. So good morning. Your question, Daniel. What is the thing that your parents used to do, and you're like, what are they thinking? Who's this? Today. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Hey, I, I used to do my parents' taxes every year from <laughs> age 9 on up, and they had two businesses now what? how many years did your parents spend in federal prison on account of the <laughs> taxes being off they never have <laughs> and they've never got audited either <laughs> so why couldn't they uh, do their own taxes what was it about that they didn't have time they was too busy busy working and they had a nine-year-old they do had- their taxes yeah. <laughs> I've how, always been good in math. I still I still do it. <laughs> how much did they pay you? Nothing. Back then, you didn't think of that. <laughs> did you it's ever embezzle okay. any money off the top for pixie sticks and fund it? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Not at all. She's only not gonna, <laughs> up. Yeah. We know you were skimming off the top. I'm still no, no, no. They didn't know for sure. Usually that they had to borrow money from me and my brother at the end of the year. Wow, your parents are some piece of work. Like they're making you do the taxes, taking money from you. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> this is back in the sixties, so Did you did you have to wear one of those green visors? No. What what are no, those but for? I did have a, a nice desk lamp. Oh, well, that's the least they could do. <laughs> they gave her some light <laughs> to do the taxes. She's doing like five hundred dollars worth of uh, taxes every year. She gets a desk lamp. Very generous. <laughs> what do you do now for a living? I'm a contract officer for the government. Whoa, hitman, huh? Oh, <laughs> a hitman. What does that mean? Is that and what that is? I'm in charge. I'm in charge of all the credit card. Um, 
purchases for the for the government for um, Tulsa, Muskogee. So you got a credit card that you got a you got no, a credit card. She's in charge of whenever, like, say, the mayor turns in his credit card receipts. Is you that ever right? find anything hinky? Oh, uh, I don't do the mayor. I do federal. Oh, he's she's federal, so she would see like Joe Biden stuff. You ever find anything <laughs> hinky? <laughs> yes. Whoa! What's oh. the what's the hinkiest <laughs> thing you found? Really quickly, you only got thirty seconds. Yeah. Um, a lot of fertilizer, fertilizer that for the grounds where we already had groundskeepers. <laughs> well, that's Fert- not that's fertilizer. not so exciting. Well, they yeah. use that for explosives. I they? hope she was going to say like uh. intimacy gel or something. <laughs> Seven twenty-three. That puts us at about seventeen minutes away from you being a VIP at Chris Jansen at the fair. Hey, it's ninety-eight-five. The Bull. Today's hot country with Tiger Daniel. Who's this? My name is Crystal. Crystal, what's that thing your parents used to do? Then looking back on it now, you're like, what were they thinking? My parents had a little 550 Yamaha motorcycle, and they'd take the five of us to town on it. My sister on the gas tank, my dad, my brother and me squished between my mom hanging off the back. <laughs> you're kidding me. <laughs> no, sir. How did y'all have that many helmets? <laughs> no, no, no helmets, and us kids in shorts and probably flip-flops. <laughs> That's like a circus act, a bunch of people on one motorcycle <laughs> together. I'm telling you, it was. Are y'all performing at the fair this year? <laughs> we might. We might. <laughs> what would be so important to, to go into town on a motorcycle? It's not like you could bring back groceries or anything. No, you know, they had a thing where they would take us kids to dinner on Friday. So we would all ride into town, have dinner, and come back home. <laughs> Dang, that sounds... Like, getting in the back of a pickup truck seems pretty benign now, doesn't it? <laughs> well, it does. And at one point, they used to have a little um, Datsun pickup. So there would be my dad driving, and the two of us squished in the seat, and one of us would wind up on the floorboard between my mother's knees because not all five of us could fit in the seat. <laughs> Y'all had some transportation situation in your family. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> that seems like super dangerous, but looking back, I mean, I bet those are fond memories now, aren't they? I mean, I would never think of doing that with my kids. I won't even let them ride in the back of my truck, let alone be squished in a floorboard. Well, what changed? What do you? Why do you think things changed? Like Tig, uh, with your son, you wouldn't even let him. You wouldn't even go a hundred yards without him being in a car seat, right? Oh no! Like, and uh, you know, I remember being just put in a regular bench seat. You know, riding in the middle between two people in a pickup truck. But I would probably not do that now. I wonder what it is that we don't do that anymore. I think it's just a different society now. You know, things were a lot different back then. You know, my dad told me that uh, back in the day, like in the 60s, if you if you were drunk and you were driving, like most of the time the cop would just like follow you home or tell you to knock it off. Yeah. You wouldn't even get arrested. Yeah. Yes, especially in these little... And uh, we got Bridget and Glenpool. Good morning, Bridget. How are you this morning? I'm good. Good morning. Good morning, Bridget. What are you, what are you up to this morning? I'm driving to work. Where do you work? Uh, I work at a daycare. Oh, God bless you. Oh, that's she needs God's work out. right there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I used to drop my son off at daycare, and I even told a teacher this. I said, I would have to be on drugs to do this job. It's hard enough with one kid at your house. I can't imagine how you deal with, I don't know, 10 or 15 kids that young. <laughs> so I'm really yeah, pulling for you. have a special heart for it. <laughs> yeah, I guess you really got to love your job, basically. But we, we're pulling for you now. I want you to be at Chris Jansen. And what do we got, Daniel? Uh, today's song, Bridget, is Three Songs Plays. I'm going to give you three very famous songs by a very famous band or individual. 
And based on those three songs, you identify the artist and then you say, play. Okay. Were you listening to us yesterday? Uh, no. <laughs> well, that's hurtful, Bridget. Why. What were you listening to in the morning? <laughs> yeah, what's, uh, what's... I was actually off yesterday, so uh, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't listen to the radio. How dare you not wake up and listen to us, even if you're off work? <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, it's easy. Uh, we'll start off with, uh, actually, these people are going to be performing in Tulsa tomorrow night, Tug. Maybe you'd like to go see them. The three songs plays are Beth. Detroit Rock City and Rock and Roll All Night. Now, these are a group of okay. guys that wear a lot of makeup. Oh, uh. Not a hug. Beatles? Not a hug, but a. A kiss. Kiss is absolutely right. <laughs> now you say kiss, plays. Kiss, play. Plays. <laughs> Plays. 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 Okay, you're getting close. Uh, by the way, Ty, <laughs> I remember my aunt used to read these rock and roll magazines, and there would be pictures of Kiss in there. I was terrified of Kiss for the yeah. longest time. Well, thanks for the comment, Ty. <laughs> yeah, you're some uh, world story. class. Thanks when you just sharing. sat there and looked at me like an idiot, that was that was great. Up next, how about uh, Umbrella, Rude Boy, Disturbia? Oh, um, oh, God. Uh, corn? What did she say? She said corn. Corn. Now, this is a young lady. Now, think about that song, uh, Umbrella, Ella, Ella, Ella. Oh, um, um. Oh, my God. I can't think of a freaking name. <laughs> um, Free. I know who you're talking about. Rihanna. Rihanna. Rihanna is a correct. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Tig. But you got to say Rihanna applies. Rihanna applies. Okay, good. Why do you make them do that? You know, Please, I, I don't, don't know. It's just a lot of when somebody stupid. says applies. Right. Up next, Brittany. Desperado. Hotel California. Tequila Sunrise. Oh, Hotel California. Um. Oh, my God, I'm horrible at this. Um, it's a band based off the name of some birds. Jets. I say it's named for a bird, and you say, is it Jets? Oh, I'm <laughs> You might even see these at the Arkansas River. Maybe they would uh, dive down and pick up a fish. Um, seagulls? Eagle. The eagles, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. How about uh, just announced he's going to be one of the performers at the Super Bowl this year. Without me, Stan, my name is. Eminem. Eminem. Slim Shady. No, no. Eminem plays. Eminem plays. There you go. And finally, <laughs> okay. buy me a boat. Fix me a drink, or no, fix a drink, and holding her. <laughs> Who sings Buy Me a Boat? Got those Is it Blake Shelton? No, he's got those sideburns, and he, he uh, you see him live, and he kicks around. And he's coming to the fair in Tulsa. Yeah, you're actually trying to win tickets to him? Oh, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> 
Chris Jansen and play. All right, here you go. Well, you guess what? You've got it. You struggled a little bit. That is a hard game, I'd imagine. But did she go, uh, did she bat a thousand? No, we had to help her out a uh, bunch. Okay, so, so no I'm marriage sorry, proposal? I wish I could propose to you, but I, I am unable to. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I will just have to love you from afar, if that's all right. That's all right, that's all right. <laughs> She's like, she's like very far away. She likes please. it, yeah. yeah. She's like, yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> like, yeah. She's like very far away, please. <laughs> okay. Chris Jansen at the fair. Hey, 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 I got a question for you. You like money? I do like money. Well, uh, starting Monday on The Bull, uh, we're going to play a game called Beat the Bull. You went up to $1,000, and we tell you when to play and all that 705 Monday morning, so we hope you join us for that. Otherwise, have a great time at the huh? fair, and thank you so much for listening to 98.5 The Bull. With Tiger Daniel, today's hot country. And my gosh, uh, starting Monday, 7.05, we got a chance to win a thousand dang dollars with uh, a contest we call Beat the Bull. And we wanted to get somebody on to play today so that we could kind of show you, oh, that's how you win the money. And what I like about this contest is sort of how much money you win is in your own hands. It's not just chance. It's sort of like a little strategy involved. A lot of drama and intrigue, am I right? I, I would say so. Uh, we've got and so our first contestant, Alan Crone, meteorologist, News on Six. Good morning, Alan. Hey, a thousand dollars? You could win it. Okay. Right. Well, actually, Alan cannot win it at all. This is just a oh, practice. Wait round. a second. Wait a second. Yeah. So I'm probably going to get like the uh, the Tiger Daniel canned ham. Maybe you could, you could win a canned ham. We'll throw that in as a consolation prize. So, Alan, basically, Perfect. I can let Daniel explain how this works. This contest, and we're doing this every day for a very, very long time. You can win up to a thousand bucks. On the bull starting on Monday, but Dana, how would you explain it? Uh, you will hear, uh, Alan, you will hear the bull, uh, is, pretend the bull is out in the pasture, and you will hear some Got dollar you. amounts. Now, at some point during these dollar amounts, the bull is going to bellow, like, well, gotcha. you'll hear some amounts of money, and what you simply have to do is when you hear an amount you're comfortable with, yell stop. Okay. Now, here's where the danger's involved. If you yell stop gotcha. beforehand... That's the amount you stop at. If you go too far and you hear the bull bellow, you have not beat the bull and you win nothing. Oh. And you'll be you'll oh, live man. in destitution the rest of your life yes. on skid row. Oh my goodness. So the stakes have never so, been higher. Exactly. So let me get this straight. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna start this game and, and I'm gonna hear numbers coming out. And it's gonna be like money, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. And and then I've got to Make a decision. I'm gonna I'm gonna accept that money before I hear the bull do his thing. Right. And yes. if you want, if you okay. hear the bull, that means you've lost everything. So. Oh no. You need to be greedy and brave, but also don't get too greedy. <laughs> okay. So what's the top end? What's the top end? A thousand dollars every time. A thousand dollars could be, or the bull could make a sound at five hundred dollars. You don't know that. That's why you have to right, stop right. when you're ready to go. Gotcha, gotcha. Is the increment always going to be like in hundreds or, or just be anything? We're at $50 increments. 50 increments. Okay, yeah. okay. Now, remember, I, I'm kind of cheap, so I, I just might say it, I'll take it at 50 You know, I'll, I could go straight off the bat and just go home and I'll be proud. So that's, that's your, that's, that's 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 your, your right. prerogative. That's a, de that's a decent strategy. However, that's a good strategy. Right. We. We would like a little bravery, but here we go. You ready? You're gonna... <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, all right. The next thing you're going to hear, Alan, is number okay. dollar amounts, and you just tell us when to okay. stop. But watch out for that gotcha. bull. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Beat all the right, bull on 98.5. Right. 
the bull with Ty and Daniel. All right, Alan, you ready? 50. 100. No, I'm still going. I'm still going. Okay. 150. Oh, we're, we're just getting started. Keep going here. <laughs> 200. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's barely there. 250. Daniel has that much money in his couch at home. We're, we're, we're going for it. It's already at 300. Keep it going. Come on now. 350. All right. We're getting close. 400. <laughs> 450. So it's either going to be that or the canned ham. 500. Oh, you're at 500 now, Alan. 500. That's pretty good, right? 550. You just say stop when you're ready. You don't want to hear that bull, though. No, I'm not ready. No. We're going to keep going. We're going. We're going a little more here. Get ready. 650. No, no, no. One more. What do you say? 700. Wait, you want to stop? No, I don't want to stop. 750. <laughs> oh. oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. What a loser. Alan. <laughs> you just squandered $700, Alan. $750 at the end. $750. I was that close. I was going to say stop. I really was. Uh, but, you know, it got up to $750, but that's how you play the game. Had you say uh, stop... Back at 500, you would have had 500 bucks. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. Oh, I think sorry. this is a great game. I think it's going to be awesome. <laughs> so, uh, he I, was I, pretty brave. He was brave, but I would be so bummed out, Tug, if I lost $700 one day. Yeah, I would have stopped. Alan, you're crazy. I would have stopped at 500 easy. Well, I would have stopped. I would I would have definitely. I was pretty close to it. I was going I was going to do 750 maybe 800 because I thought, you know, you guys might be generous to me <laughs> a little bit. I knew we were getting close. We had to be getting close, but, you know, I'm, I'm going to see what happens with it. But, hey, the uh, Tiger Daniel Cantham is a nice consolation Yes, he's part. got that. So what a magical morning for Alan Crone, meteorologist news on 6. You see him every single morning. Uh, and um, You might not know this, Tiger, but Alan and I have decided to do a, a couple's Halloween costume together this year. What are y'all going to be? Uh, he is going to be Christian Grey. I'm going to be Anastasia Still. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I have no idea what what that's about, but I'll just agree to it. I'm somebody. I'm sure somebody will inform you later on. <laughs> hey, I don't know. Alan Crone doesn't know what. Going to be in trouble? <laughs> no, just a Halloween costume. Gotcha. All right, Alan. So s- sorry you struck out there on the contest, but you could have stopped and won hundreds of dollars, and that's basically what we're going to start uh, on Monday. If you heard Alan Crone here, just blow it. Don't do that and join us on Monday and you can win money 705 every single weekday morning. Alan, I appreciate the time. I know you gotta you're gonna have to run and get back on television here soon. Yeah, we're we're okay there. We're gonna do it here a little bit. I'm, I'm gonna stick around, I'm gonna listen to you guys on the bull here for a while. I appreciate it. And Alan, uh, thanks for uh, being our first contestant on a fake version of what will become a real version of Beat the Bull every day Beat right here. Let's right. do it. Start Monday. All right, Alan, love you. Love you guys. <laughs> He didn't direct it right at me. Okay. All right. Alan Crone, News on 6, meteorologist every single day on News on 6. It's now 8.09 with Ty and Daniel. Matt Stell. This is 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Look at it. 8.13 on Friday. Good morning, guys. Good morning, Daniel. How are you? Yeah. Are you uh, big plans this weekend? 
I, uh, you're like a single it's gonna dude. It's going to rain. I don't know what I'm going to do. No I'm kids. all upset now, Tig. Of course, we get messages uh, on Facebook, stuff like that. I get all in a tizzy. Okay. You're like, don't respond to those. Well. I can't help it. You're in the public eye. People are going to hate your guts. I don't say that. Hey, this guy named Josh writes in and says, uh, we're, well, we're talking about the contest we just did a little bit ago called Three Songs Plays. Yes. And uh, the guy named Josh, what, what I did was name three songs from very popular artists. I think one of the bands was Kiss because they're playing at the BLK can I, on Can Saturday. I guess what he's mad about? I haven't seen this message. Mm -hmm, go ahead. Is he mad that it wasn't country artist exclusively? Yes. That's what it is. It, it wasn't exclusively country, so he didn't, he didn't like it. And my answer to that is every country fan out there listens to a little something else occasionally, right? Oh, but God, Keith Urban gets inspiration from rappers. Mm -hmm. I mean, anybody who's in country, like... Nobody just listens to one type of music. I mean, yeah. no, I, I, really? what is this kind of tizzy for? It's Friday. The fair's in town. What'd he say? He said, why would your contest be based on music played on 103.3, 104.5, and 105.3? I've listened to 98.5 for 30-plus years, and ever since you 2 have came on, it's been going downhill. Yeah, it has. Taking your jokes, demeanor, and your contest in consideration, I think you 2 would fit better in a mix 96. Which, oddly enough, is a station called Mix 96 is where we got our start yeah, in we Alabama. Started there. Huh. I don't get it. Like, it, he's mad about the contest because we dared to mention different genres of music? I think if you're a country fan, you also like the Eagles, am I right? Which was one of the bands. Hotel California. I like the Rolling Stones. I like Dr. Dre and Eminem, who are going to be at the Super Bowl. Yeah. So. I mean, we don't all listen to the one thing, do we? Maybe. I... Don't know of many people that are like that. Yeah. All right. Well, Daniel is like, he gets messages like this. And I pay the slightest attention. It, this will bother it him. It doesn't bother me at Monday. all. It doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. I can tell the way you brought it up and you're mad. I'm not you're mad. Right. It doesn't bother I just me. don't get it. Why be in a tizzy? <laughs> like the contest. So you listen to you go on and on about it. Okay. Well, Ty likes it when somebody uh, is rude to him. I, I you know, it's. You don't have to be scared to. You, you don't me, have to be scared to respond to somebody. No, I just say here's my logic on that. Okay, you're in the public eye. You've been in the public eye for most of your adult life, I guess. At this point, do you know the president of the United States, whoever that is? Half the country hates that guy. Doesn't matter who it is. Half the people hate him, and you get bent out of shape about a message. Tiger, the, the ego on you to compare this job to the president of the United States. I'm just saying, when you're uh, a public figure. You, people are just not going to like you no matter what you do. You act like I'm furious here. I'm not furious. Well, you're I'm the just one on. No, you're, we're having a conversation. <laughs> I can't respond to you either. What it's, a wet uh, paper bag you are. Eight sixteen. I never finished my point. Go ahead. I'm just saying. Why can't I respond to a message without you getting upset about it? Now you get upset. He doesn't like the contest, and you get in a tizzy this too. This is why you don't have a girlfriend. Oh Lord, what are you, Doctor Phil? How does this even compare to that? Because you can't let the little things go. This guy, I've I've been with Daniel forever, and he's dated these ladies. He's kicked beautiful, get smart out women out of his life because he cannot give up on an argument. There are times where you pick your battles, and uh, you know I can tell you're bent out of shape by this one message. And that's the reason you're not married. Okay, thank you. And you got where did you get your di degree in psychology? Uh, in life. In life? I went to Life University. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can we move on? 817 with Tiger Den on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull.
What up, Tyg and Daniel? I don't know why I didn't think about this earlier, Tyg. You said you had to go to a parent-teacher conference uh, for your six-year-old son who's in kindergarten. They do Zooms. We did it on Zoom. That's what I didn't, I didn't, that didn't connect the dots with me because used to a parent-teacher conference was a big deal. Like you only went there if you had major trouble or something. And now I would hate to be a kid these days and just with a few clicks of a button, <laughs> you can speak with the teacher because back in the day you used to have to take the day off work. Yes. It was a lot of effort to be made, and now just, just there's the teachers right there. Zoomed it out yesterday, yeah, with my son's teacher. That ain't good for kids. And then they go through um, this, like, sort of manifest of what your kid's good at and what they're not good at. And, it, you know, I actually liked I, I There's something wrong with me, Daniel, because whenever I, I get a report that my kid's being good, I don't believe it. And then when I hear, like, he's lacking in some part, I go, I, I know, like... There's something I should be more excited about the things he does that are good. Uh, uh, I say you only focus on the bad. Yes. So when I hear bad news, I'm like, oh, God, I'm a terrible parent. I didn't do good there. But anybody who has a five or six year old knows they're like totally sweet. But generally, he's generally he's doing well. What is he not? What's what's the problem? The, the reading thing is like a little challenging for him. He's six. And I uh, have always... <laughs> What do you think he's going to be reading War and Peace at six years old? The weird thing is my wife, she can read a book. I'm not kidding. This lady can sit down and read a book in an afternoon. Meanwhile, it takes me about four or five days to read that same book. And I don't think I'm stupid. I just think I don't like it just doesn't click as easily for me. But math is something I'm. you could give me a, a, a math equation and I might be able to figure it out without even using a calculator. And that's kind of where he is. But, yeah, the parent-teacher conferences are um, now remote because of the uh, pandemic and other things that happen at a school. But I liked it because I got to know the teacher a little bit better because if you think about it, like when my son comes home and he wants to chill out and play like a little video game or something, I, I'm cool with that because I'm like, you know, he's been at work all day in that sense. And he spends most of his day with somebody that I'm not too familiar with. So I actually really enjoyed the parent-teacher conference because I'm like, you know, this lady is with my son most of the day, more than I'm with him, and I want to make sure she's not a kook. You'd like to get to know her. Yeah. So well, I so, thought it was great. So in your own life, you admit there are things that you're good at and bad at. Yeah, of course. Then why can't we accept that with our children? Mm-hmm. You know, I saw this thing on – I'm such an old man now. I watch 60 Minutes on CBS, News on 6. And they did this uh, show about education in America versus education in some other countries. And in other countries, when they find out you're good at math or something, that's kind of the route you end up taking. You know, they, they go, okay, well, he's got a gift for math, so it's not as important to make sure he knows a lot about history. Or I, You know, I'm not saying that exactly, but they kind of what, – what is the saying you, you – you, uh, you go to the skills you have, right? You play to the skill set you have. And I think, uh, I, I guess the point was, like, sometimes we're forcing kids to do things that they're not interested in. Like, a lot of people think you have to go to college. Meanwhile, when I hire a plumber, they charge me whatever the heck they want because nobody can do that. And I'm not saying not go to college. I'm saying that let's have an open mind. And if you don't go to college, it does not mean anything about your future success. In fact, I got tons of friends, they all have student loans. You know, these doctors that, that God bless the doctors, but they are all racked up in debt, you know. So I don't know. Well, you're gonna be, 
I didn't think at six you're supposed to be able to read. And you're already thinking about, you know. The, I don't think I read until I was like 17. His, so. Yeah, the rest of his future. <laughs> well, you worry about your kids and uh, you over worry. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Good morning, guys.